Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. If you're at all like me, or really any of us at the College Investor, you may have wondered how much the government actually knows about your financial life. Might surprise you to learn that the government can know almost nothing. Or nearly everything about you? Ugh. So what information do banks and credit unions actually share about you? That is our topic today. Welcome. So if you don't earn interest on your bank account and rarely use cash, the government might not know where you bank at all. On the other hand, if you frequently deposit large sums of cash, yeah, the government may keep some detailed tabs on your activity. So, today we explain what banks are required to report to the United States government and when bank reporting falls into this little gray zone. First, let's talk about IRS reporting. By law, banks and other financial institutions must report certain information to the Internal Revenue Service, IRS. For example, banks must tell the IRS how much you earned in dividends or interest from your activity with the bank. Each year, banks issue a 1099-INT to you if you earned more than $10 in interest from the bank, and that same form is filled with the IRS at tax time. So you should receive a 1099-INT or interest for earning money in a high-yield savings account, and also a 1099-DIV, dividend, if for money earned from dividends. Don't ignore either one of these forms, please don't. And make sure you include all of your 1099 income when you file your taxes. Most banks issue electronic 1099 files if you miss the form elsewhere. Also, know your customer laws. Know your customer, KYC laws, are a set of regulations that require banks to verify their customers' identities and report suspicious activities to the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, or FinCEN. KYC laws apply to individuals and businesses and are part of broader anti-money laundering, AML, regulations that are designed to identify and prevent criminal abuse of the financial system. KYC laws apply not only to banks, but to all financial institutions, including brokerages, crypto brokerages, car dealerships, and even real estate closing firms. So when you open a bank account or a brokerage account in the U.S., you will always be asked for... Your name, date of birth, physical address, not a P.O. box, tax ID number, which is usually a social security number for individuals. Banks and other financial institutions have a policy in place for verifying the identity of a person before that person can do business with the bank. Many mobile-first apps ask you to take a picture of yourself and your government-issued ID to verify your identity. KYC laws do not necessarily have a reporting requirement, for example, your bank does not have to report that you have a bank account with them. Instead, they're just designed to force banks to accurately assess risk for all of their customers. Then, report suspicious financial activity. So, while banks don't necessarily have to report who banks with them, they have to monitor customer activity and report suspicious financial activity to FinCEN. Regulators largely leave the definition of suspicious financial activity, air quotes, to banks. Banks have to create training programs for their employees and ensure that bank employees can identify suspicious activity and know how to report it to 
FinCEN. Suspicious activity could include really anything that looks like a person or business is funding terrorism, evading taxes, or laundering money, using the financial system to legitimize funds earned through illegal means, such as drug sales. Banks establish internal protocols to ensure that employees can recognize red flags and report on these transactions. This proactive monitoring is part of FinCEN's Bank Secrecy Act, or BSA. This ensures banks, you know, keep a paper trail that regulators could use to investigate the suspicious financial activity. Then they have to report all financial transactions of greater than $10,000. While banks do have a lot of latitude in identifying and reporting suspicious financial activity, FinCEN has very clear rules around currency transactions. Currency transactions are really any that involve cash, like dollar bills, or other physical paper currency. By the way, if you withdraw or deposit more than 10 grand to your bank, the bank is required to file a currency transaction report, CTR, that includes your name, social security number, date of birth, and street address, or account number and tax ID number for business accounts when you make a large cash transaction. CTRs must be filled within, or filed rather, within 15 days of the transaction for paper reports or 25 days for other report types. The goal of CTRs is to identify potential money laundering or terrorism funding schemes easily. Here's what happens if you file too many CTRs. Banks may change the risk profile of a customer after doing business with them for a year. The change exempts some customers from filing many CTRs, such as a bar or restaurant that deposits a lot of cash or construction companies that issue payroll with cash. Banks may develop these exceptions to reduce paperwork. However, banks will still report suspicious financial activity associated with these accounts, even if they don't report every single cash transaction. If a local, state, or federal law enforcement agency has a warrant for records from a bank, the bank has to comply with these requests. The paper trails that banks develop through Know Your Customer laws are as part of the Bank Secrecy Act may be given to appropriate law enforcement agencies if you are under investigation. Now, that was a lot to digest in just a few minutes, so here are some final thoughts to wrap things up for today. Using cash is not illegal, but banks have to report large cash transactions. If you earn cash and choose to deposit it infrequently, you might deposit $10,000 or more at a time. The bank will file a CTR and may ask you about the source of those funds. Depositing large sums of cash does not automatically get you in trouble at all, <laughs> as long as you're not laundering money and can provide a paper trail of the source of your cash. Keeping good records is especially important if you earn cash through your side hustle and need to file quarterly taxes. And with that, we are done for today. But if you have more questions about this, please follow us. We're all over social media. Pretty much wherever you are is where we are too. Just search for The College Investor and ask away. We'd love to get to know you. You can also find this article at thecollegeinvestor.com.